Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Kazell. Happy Monday and welcome to the podcast, Diabetic Footnotes with Dr. Sean Kazell, Episode 7, The Power of Influence. I'm really excited to share, so let's get started. Today's podcast is meant to make you think, not about diabetes, but about opportunities through the power of influence. Think of your favorite public figure, a model, actor, politician, professional athlete, or social media influencer. They have a voice. They are heard. They have a platform to express their views. They all have real-world problems just like you and I. Most of us do not have the same platform though, right? We may have social media, but let's face it, we have like 100 followers across all of our channels. We are drawn to these individuals for several reasons. Their appearance, their thoughts, their passion, their drive, their support of specific causes, their travels, their contributions to society, their foundations, The list could go on and on. Okay, our reality. What if, for example, Cristiano Ronaldo, number seven, one of the greatest footballers of all time from Portugal, who grew up poor and with a heart condition, would one day earn a billion dollars, become one of the world's most marketable and famous athletes, included on the list of 100 most influential people in the world in 2014, who I guarantee knows at least one person with diabetes, chose to speak to his hundreds of millions of followers about diabetes, the need for active prevention programs, the importance of living healthy lifestyles, you have seen him with his shirt off, right? And fostering at-risk youth programs for those we know are already at great risk for the development of type 2 diabetes. What reaction would his followers have? Would it spark conversation, heighten awareness, invoke changes in behavior? The world reacts to Cristiano Ronaldo, We've seen it. Remember his recent press conference when he chose water as his go-to beverage over Coca-Cola? The financial markets reacted. Is there a better social channel than Ronaldo's regarding diabetic foot disease awareness and prevention programs? I mean, his feet are literally said to be mesmerizing. Well, it's not going to happen, but it would be amazing. The problem. Well, I am certainly not Cristiano Ronaldo. I have like 28 followers on Twitter, and I paid for these through Twitter ads, and struggle with Twitter daily, rarely tweet, and I'm not sure how to post on Instagram. I suck on all social media platforms, to be honest. I have a podcast that no one listens to. You probably already know this. Although I feel there is significant value in the content we provide. All right. A comparison between his fabulous, that's Ronaldo, and my just far less. That's me, everyone. So he drives a Bugatti one of his many exotic vehicles. I drive a Lincoln, one of my two so-called luxury vehicles. Right, I own two vehicles in total. He travels the world as one of the most recognizable athletes in his own private jet. I go unrecognized at my local Trader Joe's, once again in my Lincoln. He has an endorsement contract with Nike that's said to exceed $20 million a year. I go to Dick's Sporting Goods to buy a pair of Nikes and pay like full price. He exercises four to five times a week for three to four hours a day. I say, what is exercise again? Doesn't that make you sweat? And does taking out the trash count? Social media, you ask? Sure. He has 95 million Twitter and 350 million Instagram followers. I'm holding steady at 27 Twitter followers. I just lost one during this podcast. Not sure why. Maybe they're a messy fan. Yeah, that must be it. And I do not have an Instagram account. We just talked about this issue. He drinks water. I love Diet Coke. He gives away university scholarships. I donate shoes and bicycles to local youth. He is a global brand. 
I am just a diabetic foot podiatrist. He has a head full of hair. I have a remarkable receding hairline. He knows football. Think American soccer, folks. I know diabetic feet and, well, yeah, just diabetic feet. Why am I going through this painful comparison? Seriously, my self-esteem is dropping more and more as I continue to speak. Stop talking, Sean. Well, I now realize that my ability to reach and connect with you, anyone with diabetes, anyone who knows someone with diabetes, is determined by our social network. The people I touch weekly and have physical conversations with in treatment rooms is not enough to heighten diabetes awareness, diabetic foot education, or spark conversation about diabetic foot disease for anyone who wants to participate. And it's certainly not enough to prevent wounds and amputations. I am currently speaking to patients that already have wounds and amputations. I practiced medicine over the course of the last two decades by phone and text. Doctor to doctor, doctor to patient. Let's face it, no one knows me. My life is not fancy. No one wants to see photos of me with my shirt off, myself included. I am just the guy that used to take your foot off or treat your diabetic foot wound or told you a million times to stay off your foot. Maybe you thought I was great. This group rarely shares. Maybe you thought I sucked. I always find it amazing that this group of individuals with negative outcomes from their perspective seem to have this viewpoint and loves to share. Regardless, I know diabetic foot disease, but I have not been all over social media promoting it with publications, current research, recent trends and limb salvage techniques, and checking in with colleagues. That feels like doctors being doctors once again with their shameless self-promotion. Not all, just a lot, I guess. But this does not benefit you, the patient. The solution. So we started a podcast. The goal was to provide you, the listener, the one with or close to someone with diabetes, the opportunity to learn more about diabetes and its many complications. My role is to provide meaningful content, make you think, and spark conversation. Your role is to listen, share, and engage in conversation with others that would benefit. For example, this is probably worth sharing. I believe in you. I believe everyone with diabetes wants to manage their disease, Mike. I believe everyone with diabetes wants to feel their best, Beatrice. I believe everyone with diabetes wants to be here as long as possible with their loved ones, Lonnie. I believe everyone with diabetes has hopes and dreams, Hector. I believe everyone with diabetes has a story to tell, Samantha. I believe everyone with diabetes feels vulnerable, Velma. I believe everyone with diabetes has concerns regarding the loss of life or limb, Louie. I believe everyone with diabetes has frustrations with medication, Martin. I believe everyone with diabetes has frustrations with diabetes education, Esther. I believe everyone with diabetes has struggles with blood sugar, Samuel. I believe everyone with diabetes struggles with fatigue, Fred. I believe everyone with diabetes has periods of depression, Deborah. I believe everyone with diabetes struggles with sleep at times, Sue. I believe everyone with diabetes has frustrations with dry feet at times, Daryl. If one or more of my beliefs are correct, how do we start having conversations to bring people together to share these frustrations? I did not make this stuff up. You guys shared all this with me over the years in conversation while in treatment rooms. I was listening, see? I can't tell you how many times you told me of a conversation you had with another patient while waiting to be seen and how you connected shared a similar experience, or even exchanged phone numbers. Obviously, you're not alone. 
You must reach out, share, and influence one another. What if that conversation you had while in the waiting room was with like a hundred people, each sharing, each contributing, and each offering advice? This would be unbelievable. Remember the podcast that talked about the need to be vulnerable? Well, start being vulnerable. Own your diabetes. Manage your diabetes. Share your diabetes. That's all I'm asking for. I know what you're thinking. Sean, this podcast is all over the place. Well, it kind of is. Let me circle back. I took the time to look over Ronaldo's Instagram page for this podcast, obviously. The only thing I learned is that he plays American soccer. I already knew this. He has a lot of photos of himself, like a lot, in uniform, shirtless, with family, with cars, in his private jet, at meals. I could go on and on. It was purely entertainment. I enjoyed it, but I learned very little. So I have an exercise for you. Don't worry, it's not physical. For 30 days following this podcast, I'm going to post and tweet everything I am thinking about diabetes, diabetic foot disease, and even some random thoughts. I promise no photos of myself, so don't worry. If this podcast is informative and worth your listening to, then I expect you or a family member to get on Twitter and Instagram. I mean, it's free. Seriously, there are no excuses. And share, provide feedback, spark conversation. Or just check in with Diabetic Footnotes to let us know you're there. If we are creating interest, great. We keep going because you are expanding your reach and connecting with others who are not already in our waiting room. If the only people listening and sharing are the individuals we already see on a weekly basis, then I am already having these conversations with you and there's no point in repeating them again. I can have a podcast episode dedicated to each and every one of your stories but you have to share it with me first. All right, here's your first exercise. Need a nudge? Start by sharing this. Top 10 reasons you may lose your foot if you have diabetes in most cities around the country. Okay, here we go. One, your primary care doctor has never taken your socks off. I get it, they're busy, but this is crazy and you have diabetes. Two, you've never seen the podiatrist. Um, they see feet and this is who they're going to call when you're in the hospital. Three, you have no idea what a vascular surgeon has to do with your feet. Hint, feet blood flow. It's kind of important. Four, you trim your own nails and calluses. This is a disaster in the making because you have diabetes. Five, you can't feel your feet. Your feet are so sick. Literally six. You didn't know you can't feel your feet. Your feet are still sick, and you're not very observant. Seven, you walk barefoot. You are not a trained firewalker, and just because you don't feel the fire doesn't mean you're good at it. Seriously, come on. Eight, the podiatrist you've been referred to specializes in bunion surgery and heel pain. Just because diabetes affects the feet does not mean all podiatrists can manage this. In fact, most can't. Seriously, if you get a wound on the elbow, do you go to the elbow doctor? Nine. You've never heard of diabetic foot disease. This is a major problem. And 10. No one can describe what diabetic foot disease is to you in a manner that you understand. This is a crisis. Man, now I'm frustrated. Time for you to start sharing. Anyway, tune in Thursday for episode 8. Thanks for listening.